welcome and thank you for listening to the Dr. Mom Sage Advice Podcast. Are you a single mom who is tired of feeling overwhelmed by doing it all? Have you been asking yourself, what is my real purpose outside of motherhood and my career? Are you tired of yelling, feeling mom guilt at the end of the day? If you're ready to go from chaos to confidence in your mindset and in parenting, then this is the place for you. Here we are authentic, transparent, and frankly, we're here to burst all of those mom guilt bubbles and empower you to take back control of your life so you can go from just surviving in motherhood to thriving and walking confidently in your best purpose-filled life God intended for you. I'm your host, Dr. Catricia, a board-certified bilingual pediatrician. I'm also fellowship-trained in pediatric urgent care medicine. That's just my fancy title for the weekdays, but 24-7, I'm the proud single mommy of my little wild mini-me toddler. I'm also a postpartum depression survivor. Now, I'm on a mission to empower other single moms to take back control of their life. Through candid conversations, we will learn, be encouraged, inspired, and committed to making practical changes so we can be our best selves for the queen who reigns already inside of us. So sit back and relax, mommy. This is your time to unwind. Go ahead, grab your favorite drink. Pour me one too, queen, because it's time for our girl talk. Let's talk about all things motherhood, mindset, and even medicine. No, not like medicine, medicine, but you know, remember, I'm a pediatrician. So I'm gonna go ahead and give you some pediatric tips on how to parent, right? I hope that you love listening to and learning from the podcast. But please remember, it's not intended to be a substitution for a physician-patient relationship. I queen. If you're ready, I'm ready. Let's go. Happy New Year, queen. It is the 2nd of January, 2022. And like, I can't even believe it was like last year since the last time you heard my voice. I know, mom joke, I had to do it. But seriously, like I took a little break during the holiday time. I hope that you have been well. I'm so, so, so excited for what God has been doing in my life in these past few weeks and just a lot of the knowledge that he's been imparting into my spirit. And I just can't wait to share with you guys and to have you be encouraged just like he's encouraging me. In addition to learning from the guests who are going to be on the podcast for this season three, I'm really pumped. Like someone said in a chat the other day, they're like, are you excited for 2022? And I'm like, I am totally excited. And I know I'm not just saying that because it's the second day of January. We all start off with our resolutions, our goals, and we know the statistics. By the time we make it to day 30, probably 80% of those are like down the drain. But like I'm legit excited because I didn't just start January 1st with this mindset. I began in 2021, that's right, with the mindset of what I was expecting and what I was believing. And I wasn't always there all of 2021. And I can tell you what really changed and shifted that mindset for me so that I was able to transform into this new way of thinking was what I was feeding my spirit, the truths I was telling my spirit through the words I was reading, through the quiet time I've been spending with God. And hello, this newest thing I'm doing, which is this social media detox. You guys, I've been telling myself forever, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. But then I'd be like, oh no, I need to do it for my brand. I need to stay plugged in. 
Social media may not be a distraction for you, but it's totally a distraction for me. So much so that my screen report today showed me that like my average use time of using my phone is down 87%, you guys. Like I spent an hour and two minutes on my phone yesterday compared to the eight hour average day. I know I just put myself out there crazy, right? But legit was doing things for my business, you know, editing podcasts and posting the social media and engaging with my clients and, you know, like putting out content to really encourage the next next mama because that's what it's all is about is it's not I'm not just here to share my story. I'm actually here to illuminate a path so that you can take those first messy steps as well. So if I'm doing it in bravery and courage and still finding my way, I want to let you know that if God is blessing me, if God is taking my crazy valley season of the deepest dark depression I was in in the storm and he is showing me light at this end of the tunnel, it is possible for you as well as well. And that's the beauty of, you know, submitting yourself to God's plan for the divine destiny of our lives. Um, I usually spend New Year's Eve celebrating with my daughter inside of our home. This was even before COVID because, you know, she before COVID, she was under the age of three. And so there was no way she was going to stay up, you know, until midnight at a church service or something. So we usually do our celebrations at the house and it really is a beautiful time because she falls asleep way before midnight. Except for this year, she did stay up later. I've had a little mom hack of speeding the clocks up. Yes, I am that type of mama. I sped the clocks up a couple hours and we did our countdown, but surprisingly she actually stayed up to 12.45. And so we did another countdown when I was doing my own personal countdown um, while I was watching TD Jakes. Um, out of the Potter's house, Bishop T.D. Jakes. And um, that's usually what I do. I sit on the couch while I watch her fall asleep on the other couch. And I journal and I reflect and I worship. And I'm just grateful like to be in the home, to be safe. It's cold outside. There's COVID outside. Um, and just to really bring in the new year, not with just resolutions, but a lot of gratefulness, a heart of gratitude for like what did happen and what he did not allow to happen, even if it was something I was praying for, because I've always been the type of person that says, God, thank you for the closed doors. Because if God has not opened a door yet in our lives, you guys, it's not because it's a delay. I'm getting ahead of myself. It's because number one, either it's not in the right timing, but that doesn't mean it's a delay. You know, and our pastor preached about that today out of Habakkuk. Is that how you say it? Habakkuk, H-A-B-U-K-U-K. You guys know what book I'm talking about. I'll reference to it. In the show notes, because I'm probably not pronouncing it right. It's not a delay. It's a matter of knowing that time inside of all of eternity is literally like a slither of a piece of a whole pie. God does not delay anything. It's in our waiting that we have to remember that it is not the right timing or God has something better. And when you shift your mindset to that perspective, you really start to look at your wins, no matter how small or big, and realize, wow, like a lot did happen for me. It may not have been your best year in comparison to other years. Yes, we're into two years of a pandemic. Yes, there's been a lot of death. Yes, there's been a lot of anxiety and fear mongering in our news. However, we still serve the same God who is sitting on the throne. He has not changed. He has not changed. We have. And we have to remember, as we're on this path and this journey to our divine destiny, 
when you start to relinquish your own desires and your own plans and say, God, I just, I just recommit, I surrender, I rededicate, and I give you everything that I was once desiring back over to you, then I believe it becomes so much easier to go with the flow. Like, is that easier said than done? Absolutely 100% because you're talking to a person who self-sabotages, you, you're not talking, you're listening to a person, that is me, who self-sabotages, who gets stuck in analysis paralysis, who overanalyzes every single detail, I'm a Virgo, you guys, who like has a million ideas of why it may not work or a million reasons for why I can't take the first step because I don't know what comes after the next five other steps. Like I'm a planner. And in this season of my sabbatical of these last two months, I have really learned to just learn how to be still and not have all the answers. And a part of that is a great thing because I'm like, oh, every day I'm thanking God. I, I just thank you for this space I'm in. I thank you for the time I get to spend with my daughter. You know, I took her out of pre-K. She told me, I'm not going back to school until I start kindergarten. Okay, my, you guys pray for me because that's a whole nother nine months from now. <laughs> I'm also just grateful that I get to rest and not feel guilty for resting. But on the other side of that, gratefulness is the, okay, what's coming next, God? I feel like you're stretching me. I'm becoming this new person but I still don't know what's next. And in my quiet time in these last few months, I've been reading so many different books, you guys, and it's really been blessing my heart. And today I picked up a book and it's called Bamboozled by Jesus and how God tricked me into the life of my dreams, right? And I'm like, okay, what a perfect book to start off January of this new year with, right? Because I'm in this place of like, I'm evolving, I'm becoming, I know I'm not the old her, but I know I'm becoming a new her, but it's in this gap season, which Marshawn Evans describes in her book, Believe Bigger, which I'm still going through her devotion, where it's this stretching of like, okay, who am I supposed to be? And sometimes I think we get so caught up in the end goal that we forget to celebrate and acknowledge the progression that's happening through the process. I am not the same woman that I am today that I was on January 1st, January 2nd of 2021. That's just straight up facts. I'm not the same woman. Number one, I'm older. <laughs> I have a few more grays. Well, today my hair is purple because we're doing chalk hair. Uh, my daughter's been asking for rainbow hair. But the point is, I'm not the same woman. In my spirit, in the core of my heart, the fact that I am, you know, over six months into recording a podcast and sharing my truths with you guys, I'm not the same woman. And I'm grateful for that because when I was listening to this New Year's Eve service last night with Bishop T.D. Jakes, he talked about beginning with the end in mind. No, I'm sorry. I misspoke. His scripture his title of his sermon was In the Beginning God. You know, he came from Genesis and basically said, in anything that we set our minds out to do, we should always begin with God, you know? Like, it's one thing to have a great business plan, you know, be in a relationship and a courtship that you could see leading into engagement and then ask God to step into it versus asking God to be there in the beginning. We can't ask God to bless something we had our hands all up in when it wasn't his plan to begin with, right? Yes, he gives us permissible will, but there's his perfect will that I desire and that I yearn for. And today my pastor talked about begin with the end in mind. That's how the foundations of the earth was formed, right? In the beginning, everything was formed from the end. 
He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Nothing catches God off by surprise. Not this COVID, not the Delta variant, not anything, not what's happening December 31st, 2022. God already knows. So if we took on the mindset of, I'm going to approach this new year with how do I want this year to end, right? How am I going to be walking into the territory of divine destiny? There's already a place prepared for you. God has already created that for you. In this book I'm reading tonight, she says, God has custom designed your life to be magnificent. And by default, the magnificent is uncertain, daring, and downright sometimes scary. It calls us higher. It forces us beyond our capacity and demands a reckless abandon of all things safe. Honey, you got to get out of your comfort zone for 2022. If you're believing in crazy faith, if you're believing for your bamboo season, as Pastor Michael Todd says, if you know that this is your year, that you're expecting more, God needs you and me to move beyond our comfort zone. And I don't know what that looks like for you, but for me, it's in my daughter's room in the midnight hours recording a podcast when I've been telling myself for the last three days, oh, you should record, you should record. I'm like, but what do I say? What do I want to hear? This is for whomever. For today, for five years from now, 15 years from now, someone's going to come across this podcast and it's going to be exactly what they needed to hear in the moment. Because a lot of times, actually, probably majority of the times, what God has called us and asked us to do, the purpose he has for our life, it's not even about you. It's about you being a vessel and being obedient to align up with God's will and to partner your faith with his will for your life and to move in that so that it can be a light, it can be a word, it can be an answer to someone who is seeking for what he's already imparted inside of you. And that's the beauty of this world because we all need each other. So we should be seeking to align with where God's presence is where his plan and his path and his provision are already flowing. We have choices. He gives us free will. But sometimes our choices are based on decisions of what feels good to us and not necessarily truly directed. When we're in default of doing what we want, when we want, how we want, God is going to allow that because, again, he doesn't make robots, right? He gives us our free will. But it doesn't mean that the blessing of his provision and protection will be upon every single decision when we're doing what we want, how we want, where we want, when we want. The blessings of his provision, however, are guaranteed to be upon his direction. Let's start in this new year with the end in mind, asking God to direct our steps into the territory of the divine destiny he's already prepared for us. In Deuteronomy 28, verse 8, it says, The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord, your God, will bless you in the land he is giving you. He has a special place prepared for you and for me. And in this year, I am believing bigger. I am expecting more. Not just for materialistic blessings or possessions, but I want to be blessed in my mindset, in my spirit, 
in love, in my giving. Because to be a blessing means that I ought to be a blessing. To be blessed means I ought to be a blessing to others. That's a beautiful thing. It's also a beautiful thing to be able to relinquish the desires of your heart and say, God, I want what you want for me. And it's hard when you're waiting because sometimes you think, well, maybe that dream was never from God. But today I heard a word from my pastor and you guys, I left my notes at church and I'm so upset. (laughs) But then I thought, well, there's just opportunity to go listen to the sermon again and watch it online. But I wrote some great notes and he said, when Habakkuk was praying to God in chapter one, he was very frustrated. He was like, God, where's the answer? Where's the answer for all of this that's going around me? All of this violence, like, what have you not provided? And it wasn't until chapter two, in the very beginning, he talks about, you know, how he, he climbed up high. He said, I will station here and I will wait. I will wait for your answer. Sometimes that's the posture our heart needs to take. Maybe I'm preaching to myself, talking to myself right now. But basically, many are the plans of man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that will prevail, right? That's Proverbs 16. Or is that 21, 21? Basically, it's great to have goals and resolutions and to go forth in the new year with great expectation of what we want to see accomplished. But what if we begin with God? And what if we said, God, can you give me a glimpse of who you are directing me to become, to evolve into by the end of this year? Because that's the goal, right? It's to not be the same lady you were at the beginning of this year. Your only competition is who you were yesterday. Your only competition is who you were last year, two days ago. I am wholeheartedly so excited to be on this journey, partnering my faith with God, believing in him for greater, for bigger things. And my hope is anchored knowing that when Habakkuk prayed that prayer and he waited, God answered him in chapter two. But when he answered him, he said, Make the vision plain, write down this, write down the answer that I have for you and make it plain on tablets. But it's not gonna come to pass yet. But it doesn't mean it's delayed. But wait a minute, pause, pump the brakes, Jesus. You have the answer for me, but it's not coming to pass yet, but you still don't call this a delayed thing. It's not delayed in God's eyesight. It's not delayed from God's viewpoint. Because he's not bound to time. We are. We get caught up in time. We get caught up in our ages. We get caught up and say, oh, okay, if I don't do this by 40, if I don't make the top 30 under 30 list, if I didn't get married in my 20s, then something must be wrong with me. Maybe I didn't pray right. Maybe I didn't tithe enough. Maybe I need to go back into therapy or there's something that I didn't heal correctly. Our blessings are not bound to time. Tonight I was watching, I wasn't watching. (laughs) Tonight my daughter, I fell asleep, you guys, after church. You know that post-nap, that post-church nap be a whole nother level of ministry, right? And I actually took a couple of them, I don't know how, back to back. And when I finally woke up, I realized 
Peppa Pig have been playing on repeat. I think she got a hold of like some YouTube version of it where it was only playing like two to three minute um, clips at a time and not full episodes. So legit, this girl was watching Peppa Pig for at least three hours. I have no mom shame to tell you guys that, right? But when I woke up, I had started reading this book again, you know, and the new book, Bamboozled by Jesus. And I'm reading and, you know, watching my daughter do flips and roll around on the grass like it's a hill or something. And there was this one part of the particular episode she was watching where they were at a park and there were a lot of people. A lot of the friends were already at the park. And I said, oh, the park is crowded. So she She's in the stage now. She's five where she'll say, you know, she's asking me a lot of like um, she wants to know the meaning behind words, which I love, you know. I love that because, you know, it shows that she's seeking after knowledge and her, her name actually means wisdom. And I love that about myself as well, because even when I study the word of God, especially when you go back to what was the original, what was the original word in Hebrew or the original word in Latin when this book was written, right? Because it will, you know, it will really show you and teach you um, something that's more deeper than just the substance of what you're reading in the moment. Okay. So she asked me, well, what does crowded mean? And I told her and the very next scene was the group of people wanted to come to this particular area and Peppa, the older sister, the pig, said, no, you know, I didn't really hear the meaning what she said, but basically she was telling that she was the leader of like this small, this area where the little babies were playing, you know, it was already to capacity, I guess. And she basically told the older friends, no, they couldn't come into this area because it was already being occupied. Okay. And she said, you know, you can come later or you, you can come back when it's your time. And their reply was, well, when would that be? How long is that going to take? And Peppa's reply, <laughs> even though I'm still reading my book, Peppa's reply stood out to me. I, like, I heard it and so much so that I had to quote it down. And her reply to them when they said, how long would this take? You know, how much time is that going to take for us to come back and be able to get to this to this area that we are desiring, to this area that we can see, but we don't have access to yet, right? You say, you say it's our promise. You say I can come back to it later. God, you say you have this for me. God, you say you hear my prayers. Habakkuk in two, he answered him. You gave him the vision, but you said it's not going to come to pass yet. How long will it take? When is that going to happen? If it's not delayed, then when, God? And Peppa said, it will take as long as it takes. And I wrote that down and I laughed. And my daughter's like, why are you laughing? And I just, I was like, wow. Because right as she said that, right before she said that, I had read a part in the book where it said, she said, you know, during the process of God shifting us from where we're always searching and seeking after our own heart's desires and our own plans. And he starts to give you the hints and give you the subtle nudges and transition you into where he's actually called you. Because remember, purpose is not about career. Purpose is not about being someone's mom. Purpose is not about who you marry, right? It's bigger than that. It's about making an impact and serving others. It may be tied to those titles, but it's not the title in itself, okay? So right before Peppa said it will take as long as it takes, I had read... In her book, she said, now that you're hip to game, you're ready to tackle the next phase of getting bamboozled. It's going to require a little blind trust and surrender. Personally, I don't trust the trust falls. But the good news is that God's a pretty good catch. Take your time. 
And I underline that. Take your time, comma, pace yourself and stretch your mind. There's no finish line across and you're not in competition with anyone but yourself. Take your time, mama. It's a whole new year with a whole clean slate, a whole new month, a whole new January. Take your time. Start with the end in mind. Ask God, God, who do you want me to be at the end of this year? Start from there when you're making your resolutions, when you're setting your goals, when you're setting your intentions. And take your time. And remember, show up every day and be your best self for that day. Because it's going to look different every day. Give yourself grace and remember yourself. Your only competition is to be better than who you were yesterday. I'm rooting for you, queen. You know what I believe in. I believe that we are mothers who are designed with purpose already inside of us to go out and to shift and to change the world, to leave chaos and confusion behind and to walk confidently in our purpose that God has already given us. He didn't create me to survive or to you just to survive through this motherhood journey, but we were created to thrive and to make impact. I'm rooting for you and I love you. And I cannot wait to see how you flourish in this year. God bless you.